It was just bongos. I mean, it sounds like you're talking about the that Seth Putnam thing. We talked about it like a long time. There was a impaled northern yeah, yeah, forest. Yeah, that shit. That's what yeah. I thought you were fucking talking. Just about come up my house, banging on your belly, be like, "Hey, do you know this impaled <laughs> northern moon forest song?" Nah, that's a mattress. That was a ma- that was a mattress. I thought it, it was his thighs. I it was it was it, it was his thigh and a mattress. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking sick. Yeah. But nah, this was uh, this was like uh, just straight up like. I don't know if it was one dude or two, but it was literally just bongos with like a spiky, drippy, but just death with metal like logo. The, and I mean, was it good? I I fucked with it. It was just, I mean, it was just bongos. <laughs> I, mean, that, I mean, like it would be cool if it was just like really like chill island vibe bongos. Yeah, but then just like all the you know all the fucking songs are called like baby that just died in a car crash. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much what it was. It was well, it was like fast bongos. It was like. Was it blast like, beats? Yeah, it was like well, I mean, yeah, it was like New York, like nineties New York. <laughs> it was, it was New York, New York hardcore, but like, bongos. No, like nineties, like like nineties New York train station spanger, like bongos, oh, where it was like fast, like jazzy. Like so, it just sounded like fucking scabies. Yeah, yeah, but just with song titles leftover like crack shit. Yeah, but with song titles like <laughs> eviscerated. <laughs> but then it's just yeah hideously disfigured and then it's just someone who's hanging out outside of unimart at 4 30 uh, yeah. just like hey what's up brother <laughs> oh my god dude the fucking um shit what was the god damn it i was just thinking of something with that fucking bongo shit god damn it Donkey Konga? Oh, what the fuck is Donkey Konga? <laughs> the N64 game with the bong or not? That was GameCube, I think. It was. Any? It's not important. It's. I'm you old. remember in the Donkey Kong game that one game where like every it's like Donkey they, Kong's racist, bro. Loki. What do you have again? <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> I feel like that's just like something we don't talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Is just how it's very <laughs> racist, but everyone's yeah. just like, I mean, whatever. You got these monkeys that love hip hop. Yeah, and banana, know. and but then like they had like their like their animalities in that one game, but it was, <laughs> oh, but it was it was they had like instruments and shit. Yeah. So it's like I think like what like Donkey played the bongos and like Diddy played the fucking guitar and it, then they had guns. The girl played the fucking saxophone or something. What's his name? Like sh- just straight pulled a fucking shoddy out, just had the gun. Like, <laughs> who was what was the name of like the badass guy like like cool Donkey Kong guy? It was like the cousin or the brother. Uh, or something. I can't remember. I just remember King K Rule because I thought that was really clever when I was like seven years old. Dude, for real, you know what game that I miss is fucking Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie was lit. That shit was fucking tight. I gave up on that game though because I was in fourth grade and I just I, I if it, if you didn't shoot people and each other or you didn't move at like supersonic speeds i wasn't really i wasn't vibing with it dude i beat the shit out of this game every time i think of like that era of like nintendo 64 games where everything was like kind of open world and kind of like you know what i'm saying like when you had like the fucking donkey kong game it's like i always just like banjo kazooie was just like the best version right of like that school game. well that was the first time you really got that experience uh, i remember on a console. it blew my fucking mind yeah on a console because yeah, 64 was the first really like, well, there was Sony PlayStation, but, you know, you would have to put all 18 of the fucking discs into the PlayStation to play 
one game if you wanted to have like a, a adventure game experience or like an RPG experience like that. Oh yeah, no. That was the was... one thing that I thought was cool about like uh, Blue Dragon on 360. I thought was kind of nostalgic. It came with four discs, and I was like, it takes me back to the days of having to change discs. Like now, here's where you put disc number six into the fucking <coughs> PlayStation because. I don't know how I would feel if I had to do that now, like as a grown man with a mortgage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, now you don't even need a disc. It just streams straight to your... And then you don't have to download it. It just streams straight to your shit. But I'm just saying, like, that would kind of be like a cool throwback. Like, I don't know. Do you remember, like, maybe a decade ago, like the tail end of MySpace shit where, like, bands were putting their, uh, like, their EPs or their demos on, like, floppy drives to be, like... You know, so like do like that throwback shit. Yeah, it would probably sell really well if like now that we ha- like we're in the era of everything getting remastered and like reskinned and like redone. It would have been really hard if they remade Final Fantasy VII, like the Final Fantasy VII remake that they did, mm-hmm. came in the multi-disc format again. That would be wild, right? That would be fucking cool. <clears throat> Low key, they did that though, because that game has DLC or whatever, right? Oh, yeah, 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 but I mean, key. like, then, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, actually, like, only releasing it physically and being, like, you can only play for two hours on each uh, one of these They discs. were like, wait a minute, what if we make them buy each disc? <laughs> All right, hear me out. Microtransactions, but they're discs. That would be fucking funny. That would, and people would fucking do it. Uh, it's You know goddamn well people would fucking uh, do it. It's fact. I was going to say something, I can't remember what I was just going to say. Stoned all of a sudden. Yeah, well, got the fucking pen. I got the the pen. I'm glad we exist. We're alive at the same time as the. You know what? We were alive so just in time to see the pen be invented. You know, I think that it's a trade off from being alive while like Christian cinemas around because we get yeah the, we, facts. Get the, we get the pen. We had to live through Donald Trump, but we also got to live through the the dawn of the pen. You know, sometimes it's like the scales of justice even themselves out. <laughs> Lady Liberty's blind or whatever the fuck. I watched a PBS NewsHour because we got YouTube TV for football shit. So I have like kind of TV again. And I was watching PBS NewsHour and fucking pencil neck Adam Schiff was on there. And like, I haven't seen that dude in a long ass time. And I like the whole time I was just like, yeah, I understand why people make fun of the way you look. <laughs> like you definitely like left your chin in the hotel room. <laughs> like, I can't. I, I don't think I know what he looks like. I'm not even sure who that is, honestly. Imagine a substitute teacher. But then like really, really, really wimp him down. Word. Yeah, he. There was this teacher I had that was like that uh, my senior year of high school. His name was Mr. Cl- Shout out to Mr. Kleppich, wherever you are. We thought he was going to be Mr. cool. Mr. Clap, bitch. <laughs> we thought he was going to be cool. He was younger and he saw like I used to wear the same repulsion t-shirt like every day. And uh, he, he like, that's hard, bro. Yeah, but he Wait, was really like, he, he like would be like, yo, fuck yeah. So he came up. He was like, fuck yeah. You into death metal. You like you like heavy shit. I was like, fuck yeah. What band you into? And that's when he hit me with, the, oh, you know, the as I lay dying. The, oh, the yeah. And I was like, yeah. fuck, dude. And it's like, I wanted you to be cool so bad. And it was chill. But then like he was just really like, um. How do I say it politely? He was just like really, really timid and just very yeah. soft-spoken yeah. person, very nerdy. Mm-hmm. So like, he just couldn't get our like. We all failed. Nobody gave a shit about anything he had to say. We none of us knew any kind of trigonometry. Like, 
Dude, my math was so fucked because in middle school, like some wild shit went down. And I'll never forget the day that the fucking substitute teacher came in the first time and she was like, hey, what's up? We're the Bolsheviks. <laughs> oh, no. No one should ever fuck with farmers. I read this crazy article about how AI is like learning how to be racist. It's rock and roll, bitch. It's pretty absurd thinking about it now. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. Complete nonsense. nonsense. Nah, but fucking um, the my math shit was all fucked up because um, my math teacher, my algebra teacher in eighth grade, like got pregnant, and I guess like her fucking boyfriend or whatever like proposed to her because she got pregnant, and he had like a good job, and so she straight up was like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out. I gotta deal with this <laughs> bullshit no more." I'm, so she just like dipped, like damn, like found out she was pregnant on like a Monday and was like, "I'm out" on like a Friday. So we had a series of substitute teachers for the entire year, like long-term subs, but it was algebra. So like I was kind of in like the bad class. And so like we couldn't keep a teacher for more than two weeks. That was us. And it was just like <laughs> fights and like all like. That was our whole school though. Cause it was lands down. But. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, fucking I was, that was me in fucking Northern middle shout out to, I don't even know what the fucking mascot was. Is that long ago? A low key. That's what happened with our, with the uh, cleppage too. I think was that, um, he got, he ended up getting married and, uh, he like the, what I heard was like, he was trying to go on a honeymoon with his wife, his newlywed wife. And, um, he picked it. They picked a date or whatever, and the school was like, "Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work out for us." He's like, "Cool, I don't think I'm coming back." Yeah, he was like, "All right, well, I hope you get that figured out." Peace. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about fucking like PTO, right? Is like it's fucking asinine to think that we as workers, the people who make it, so that like the institution or the the job place like functions, like the idea that we have to ask you for time off, like I'm not asking you permission. Motherfucker, I'm giving you a warning. Right, yeah. Like, I, like, if you say no, like, that has nothing to do with me. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the shitty paradigm where people, the the social contract is that the, the job is doing you a favor by allowing you yo, to I'm work. I'm allowing right? you to fucking eat, yo. Yeah, I'm allowing you to eat. You, If without us, you would be on the street starving. Wait, do you want your kids to, to be able to see you Cause, want teeth? Because, like, I mean, if yo, if you, <laughs> yeah, you like teeth, right? What, you think these teeth are just popping out the ground? <laughs> the fuck you think this is? Narnia? No, 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 no. You like your teeth? You want to keep them? Where? I'll see you Saturday at eight, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Dude, I'll never forget that fucking year of math. Was that was the wildest? That like really like fucked with how I viewed like public school from like there on out. We had one substitute teacher, this poor woman. Oh my God. I don't remember her name. If I, if I could remember her name, I would like send her flowers. <laughs> she was overweight and she was really short and she was really nice and really bubbly. And she kind of like, I don't want to call her simple. Cause I was like really fucking young at the time. And she was, you know what I mean? Like she was right. at least had Probably the credentials. Just didn't read the social cues. She did that. not understand any social cues. And so like, People would clown on her like all fucking day, but she thought that people were laughing with her and not at her. You know what I'm saying? Word. And, but yeah, but she was overweight. And one day she went to sit on a stool and that stool just went to the ground. Like it was just too much mileage. Dude, too much mileage. No, for real. No, she like, she went to the ground. 
And everyone started like oh, no. hysterically laughing. And of course, you're in like fucking eighth grade. So people are like smacking the desk and rolling on the floor and shit. You gotta at least check, see if she's okay first. Well, that's why she fucking quit. Damn. <laughs> because no one fucking did. Everyone's just like hysterically laughing and she's just like on the ground. Damn. That's my, I mean, I don't know. My parents taught me better than that. They told me that that was, that was like rule number one, especially because I played sports and shit too. You see some, especially playing soccer and like indoor soccer because slide tackling is legal. You take, you see some people take some pretty serious fucking L's and you want to laugh real bad, but you got to make sure that their ankle isn't fucking shattered first. No, exactly. And like, that definitely was like one of those times where you're like put up against a mirror and it's like, fuck, I think I might be like a piece of shit. Cause like, <laughs> I don't know if it was just like, you know, being part of like that mob mentality or just like being a fucking shitty, like edgy, you know, edge Lord pre edge Lord, I guess. Cause this would have yeah. been, you know, but like, damn dude, like she hit that ground. Proto edge Lord, dude, you know, I'm first gen edge Lord. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but they fucking, they laughed the at her. Bathory of edge Lords or the, no. the venom of edge Lords. That's just because you don't want to say you're the Burzum of Edgelords. <laughs> Orukai of Edgelords. Um, but no, dude, when she fucking, she got up off the ground and she was always really fucking nice. I think she even like ripped her pants one day and like thought it was funny. She just like, you know, put like her hoodie just around her off. waist or something. You know what I mean? But she hit that fucking ground and she did not get up and people just like laughed. She stood up. And straight up was like, what the fuck is wrong with you kids? Damn. And then just walked out the door. And I guess she like went to the office and was basically just like, you can deal with those motherfuckers. Like, I am out. And then just like left. You know, and then the principal came in and was like, what the fuck did you guys do? <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like, yo, she fell. And the principal just kind of did one of those like, I understand that you guys were laughing, but God damn it. Are you, I don't know what to do with you guys anymore. They had to like send fucking notes back to our parents being like, your kids are fucked math wise. Like you might want to like make them go to summer school. <laughs> Damn. Sorry. We failed you guys so hard that like you might have to go to summer school. That's crazy. But like none of us did. Cause uh, well, of course not. No. I mean, cause every, you know, small town. So all of our parents went to school together. All of our grandparents went to school together. So like our parents knew people who worked at the school to be like, yo, are you fucking really going to try and take away my fucking summer? Because your dumbasses can't find someone to teach my stupid kid four plus four. And I'm just like, yo, math isn't real. <laughs> numbers aren't even real. Yo, numbers aren't even real, dude. Counting. Fuck that. I don't have time to count. There's imaginary ones. Like, come on now. No, y'all are making this shit up. What's that? The fucking line of an uh, American terrorist by fucking RX nephew. <laughs> where, it's, <laughs> where it's like, what is this fucking like grandma couldn't help me with algebra. And what is it? she said, it's a goddamn shame. They're making up shit trying to keep you in the same grade. <laughs> like it was very much like that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, dude, there's a guy who came into that fucking class who, like, tried to, like, drill sergeant us and shit, like, because he heard that we were, like, problematic, like, in a behavioral sense, and he was like, yo, I'm like, I was a Marine, like, if y'all want to act up, like, y'all, like, we can act up. Like, he really came in with that, like, y'all want to be funny, we could be hilarious vibe. Oh, my God. You know, like, one of that shit, like, trying to fucking, like, beat some, like, drill sergeant, some fucking eighth graders who, like, do not care. Scared straight shit. Honestly, like, it was. And he would make us do the, what was that, like the invisible bench thing where you like put your back up against the wall and you cock your knees down to a oh, 90 degree angle. that shit angle. sucks so fucking bad. He would make kids do that if they were like acting up to try and like, you know, be That's hard. such a wild thing to make regular, like if you play sports, okay, but that's such a wild thing to make just a regular ass kid do out of nowhere. It lasted about two days. Uh, yeah, I bet. And then people were challenging him and he would do his whole like yelling and stuff. 
And then, you know, like, and these kids are just like, you're a grown ass man. You're not going to hit me. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of my face. I'm only at the school until I can legally drop out. Facts. <laughs> like, fuck off. The, the only thing, the craziest thing was this teacher just straight robbed us. But that was. Really- That's pretty sick. It was sick. We had. I respect the fuck out of that. It was dog. The, this finesse was on point. So here's what happened. It's just like some real king shit. Yeah, this was so. This was a shop class that they had at Lansdowne. This is my first year at Lansdowne. I'd been at Gibbons for two years before this. Had been at private school for like five years before this. So I had no idea. Like I'd never How been how raw it was out yeah, in the mean streets of Lansdowne. In, yeah, in the burbs, on the line, on the county city Yo, line, out here in the trenches. Yeah. <laughs> so. um just that social environment by itself was wild but this teacher was someone that they had been letting slide i guess in the system for a minute which doesn't surprise me but it was like it was a teacher he would come to school just drunk like wasted we Um, had like two of those like they did the the wine and the coffee thing this dude would just go straight with jack like he would come to school with eyes red and shit with with just straight up Jack motherfucking Daniels in the fucking the Can you the still get away with that shit whatever. nowadays? I feel I like you probably. can't because of fucking cell phones. I mean, yeah, somebody would snitch. A student would definitely snitch with a cell phone, but I really think that every single school that I have been I feel like every single school when we were coming up had at least one, if not two, like permanently fucked up teachers. Yeah, I snitched on them. Yo, you fucking would. You really fucking would have, you virginal motherfucker. Low key, I grasped him. Because I cause here's what happened. It sounds like it's his fucking high key. <laughs> he was like, he was he, I forget what was going on, but <coughs> it was uh, at a certain point in the year, maybe about a month or two in, I understood, okay, I can learn in here, but it's silly time in here. Like People geek, look at their phone, do all kinds of shit in here. This is like the free period, basically. So basically, you're, 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 you're keeping it real while keeping it safe. Yeah. Yeah. But um, he's serious one day for no reason. I can't even tell you. Like, I hate it when they would do that. When they would like switch it up. Yeah, he switched up. He, uh, we had the, the, the question of the day. It was like, name a substance that doesn't collect conduct electricity. I said pancakes, just fucking around, whole class, like, not the whole class, because it really wasn't that funny, just, like, a couple of my friends, that, like, were on that, ha, we're so random, look at her Hot Topic t-shirt, it's like that vibe, mm-hmm. they geeked, we geeked, and it was just a little moment, whatever. Yeah, no, I definitely remember <laughs> that, yeah, just like, oh my god, LOL, so random. Yeah, right, yeah, but he lost his shit, and was like, um, you know what, lockdown, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you all a pop quiz, and then some shit I haven't taught you yet, specifically, so you'll feel, so you'll fail. Like I'm gonna give you all a pop quiz right now on shit that I haven't even taught you yet, specifically to fail y'all, since y'all wanna laugh and play and make jokes today when I'm trying to be serious and and do a lesson. So he's doing this, expecting the whole class to like turn against me, but naturally we are all just like, dude, why are you doing this? Like, yeah, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is wrong problem, with you? Yeah. So, um, is it like he was like getting a divorce? Like he just got like the I don't fucking know what that first alimony was. check hit the fucking <laughs> the, the the checking account. So that failed. So he's just getting more and more mad, specifically directed at me. And um, I was just like, "Yo, I like I tried to apologize. Like, I tried to alleviate the situation. The situation. So I'm just like, hey, I didn't mean to like 
disrupt the class or whatever. I don't, I feel like this isn't really necessary. I feel like we would all be willing to be attentive and chill out and do what is required if you don't just like make us fail and fuck our grades up for no reason. So he starts imitating me like me, 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 me. And I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a lovely impression of me. You should do Broadway. He looks dead at me from the front of the room and goes, I do your mother while your father watches. And everybody's like, ooh, ooh. And naturally, kids are instigating yeah. and shit. Like, yo, if somebody said that to me about my mother, I'd beat his ass. Just trying to get me dealt with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just trying to see some uh, wild shit happen. Yeah, no, I think that that would have been me being like, well, let the motherfucker talk to me like right. that. <laughs> Facts. So I was just like, he didn't say shit about me. He said that about my mom. So I'll see how she feels about it. <laughs> so Jesus Christ. I told my mom <laughs> she was mad as shit. She came up to school. Um, she's like what you, you, you say you're gonna fuck me yeah are you saying that you have he, fucked me the dude hid he straight hid like it was, was in the little cage with all the tools and shit my mom said she walked she saw him in the classroom and um like fixed her shit or something well like he recognized her from the time that they had sex right oh clearly yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but um fucking like like wild on him he said he was gonna apologize to me in front of the class but he didn't he just called me back in that little cage and apologized to me like looking at the feet shuffling straight up straight looking at the feet sorry i went too far hey not even like that just like hey bro i'm sorry and then just walked out and i was like all right whatever and from that point it just was downhill he tried to fight another student and like got his ass whipped it's it's rough when you try to fight a 14 year old kid they whip your ass and then you get fired. That that's got to be a crazy vibe. I mean, honestly, I feel like you got fired from that job not because like you you know acted inappropriately. It's because like we just can't have you in the crew anymore. Like Facts. all the teachers went together. And they're like, I can't break bread with a guy <laughs> who's can't even like, put Black down a, a fucking pimple face little bitch. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Jeffrey? Get the fuck out of here. Dude, when I was in, yeah, when I was in middle school, we had this dude who was like an assistant principal or whatever. And he was like, he gave off like kind of like the, you know, like I would be in the military, but I, I would punch the fucking dude who tells me what to do vibe. Oh, yeah. You know, those dudes who like are really into like authority mm-hmm. and shit, but they never served because dude, they're too. Bro, I just, I don't know. I just black out. I've never had any martial arts training or anything, but I would kill anyone. Yo, I, I just swear get to God, yo, if a drill sergeant red. came in my face. Ooh, you know, like like that guy. Yeah, right. Where it's yeah. like you're wearing etnies. <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> but like, you got America's on chill. Yeah, bro. chill the fuck out, my Hurley guy. <laughs> like, you need to fucking chill out, thug. Call him that pack some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Just the toughest guy who's like still wearing <laughs> slip on checkered vans. But no, he um he always had like that weird kind of like bulldog dude vibe, and everyone would kind of like clown on him. Like he didn't really talk. Like kind of just like looked stern he wasn't like a prick like he was just kind of like a dude but he just always he kind of like always looked like he was like ready to pop off like he was just kind of like waiting for it hell yeah and then one day shit did pop off and like a bunch of like the bigger dudes like started fighting over some dumb shit and he fucking rolled up and tried to get in between them and i didn't see it but i guess like someone fucking like tried to throw just like a haymaker and like got him like in the face and then i guess like he like turned over and then like they cocked back again to just punch a body and he straight up like 
did some like fucking jujitsu bullshit and like did a fucking Damn. arm lock into a fucking head and just like had a kid in a fucking sleeper hold. Damn, hold the L. Just like a one, just like a one arm sleeper hold, like some kid and then like grabbed another <clears> one, <throat> like by his fucking hair and like had two of these dudes Damn. and was like, this ends now. And everyone Damn. just like stopped. And turns out the dude was like a, like some degree black belt, but like no <laughs> one fucking knew. And then like, I fucking told my mom about it and I was like, yo, holy shit. Like Mr. Blah, 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 like fucking just like showed up <laughs> and she was like, yeah, that guy is like a very well-known martial artist and has been Damn. since we were fucking teenagers. Damn. And like, you didn't think to tell me that like Mr. Miyagi is out here like watching me like eat tater tots. Like what the fuck is happening, mom? Yeah. The dude that robbed us was apparently, he said he was in the military Knowing now that he finessed us, I have no idea what to believe. What he it sounds like us. that dude was in what went got sent to fucking military school. Yeah, Francis from Malcolm in the Middle style. Yeah, so he he fucking um after the dude got fired for getting his ass whooped in uh, in the hallway, um we had some subs for a while. He was the like permanent sub. He was a sub that they got that yeah. was just there for a minute. My best friend and growing up, mom was like a long term sub. That's a sick gig. It is. They get good fucking money, and like you don't have to worry about any type of. Hell yeah, with that especially shit. when you finesse the fucking students, dude. I would do that shit. He, yeah, he fucking traveling he was, salesman style. He was like, he straight up at first. He was like, uh, it was Christmas time rolled through. He was like, look, I'm taking donations for a less fortunate family for Christmas. If you guys want to chip in, I'm gonna donate this money get a less fortunate family some toys and some clothes for christmas so i think our just my class put up we put up like 300 dollars, something like that he was like uh congratulations you guys i'm gonna do a pizza party for you guys uh because you guys have been so good you've been through a lot you you know been patient with me he had what all this nonsense dealing with subs and um yeah i'm just gonna give you treat you guys to a movie and a pizza party so uh if you bring in five dollars then uh should be enough for me to get pizzas for for everyone so um we brought in our little five dollars and then apparently he was also just straight up personally asking like people that he knew vibe with them because you know how it is near a teenager and this Teacher, you think school teacher cusses. He's bald. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fucking just like making like axes and shit in shop class with you guys. So he just finessed them. He was like, "Hey, bro, you know how it is. Like adult shit. Let me just just give me like like ten, fifteen bucks. You know, your parents give you money. Or hey, whatever. man, your mom like gives you some fucking fun uh, yeah, money, right? Right? Like, yeah, I'll get you back. I swear, bro. You know how these you know how these girls are out here, man. Come on now, I just need. You would never understand the week I had. <laughs> Just wait till you're older. Trust me. But like, let me get like seven bucks. Yeah. And um, I really wish you would have done the like, I need $3 and 16 cents to catch the bus to Richmond to go to my mom's <laughs> funeral. He easily finessed just my class for like a, th- I didn't give him a fucking a cent. Cause I was like, fuck this guy. Fuck all y'all. No, none of y'all. I'm trying to do none of this shit. But he easily finessed just my class at like a thousand dollars. Just doing that until I guess. Somebody snitched on him in the office, like found out and fired him. And then the last dude that we got was this big fucking like massive mountain of a man that like lived in Alaska and fucking just like 
hunted caribou with like a bow and a spear mm-hmm. and fucking was just this, this insane just a man going his own way the man know? that when you think of shop class that you imagine would teach shop class with his beard yeah it's it's first generation ron swanson yeah the first day he was like you know my my uh my policy is that to cut is the cure so don't fuck around in here the rules are there for a reason so if you come to me and say hey I just cut my finger off on that bandsaw. Well, then just might as well just get the whole arm off, eat you out. You know what I'm saying? Just even it up. That's how we're going to do that. So don't come to me saying that you fucked yourself up because I'm just going to finish the job. And then he just went back to like whittling a bird or something. He's making a fucking yeah. like a try. We made trebuchets. Yo, that's. Dude, we had like this insane. I'm talking like insane, like. Probably a fifth of the first floor of my middle school was like the shop class. And we weren't allowed Damn. to touch any of the machinery in there. Damn. Like, I don't know anyone who actually got to use all the like crazy saws and like presses and all this shit. Like we were like gluing fucking popsicle sticks together. But there was like a full like some fucking like the opening scene from like Thelma and Louise shit where they're <laughs> you know what I'm talking about where it's like they're pressing the fucking like the license plates and shit. Like it was straight up like we were in a fucking Kellogg factory. But like we just like. Yeah, you're gonna like hot glue something together. If you put your fucking fingers together, like they ain't coming apart. Nah, this congratulations, was... you're gonna be doing the Italian hand for the rest of your life. <laughs> this was that was the total opposite of what we. It was already pandemonium with that fucking the drunk guy that they had in there first, but then when they had the subs in and out of there, they had no clue what was going on in there. And it's crazy thinking about that because it could have been so much worse than what it was. Somebody really could have just decided it's like I'm a I'm a cut this saw on and accidentally saw my hand off or something. But the worst thing that happened was actually one of my friends. They they were fucking around like in the cage. My one homie was like fucking around, acting like he was in jail, like on the cage or whatever, yeah. and had his fingers in the cage. Ooh. And another one of my friends Ooh. had this big fucking mm-hmm. ball peen hammer, bro, and Damn. fucking sw- swung and act like he was. He said he meant uh, to just hit the cage and scare him and oh. act like he wasn't gonna hit him but actually hit him like right on his middle fingertip like and hard that squishing as shit. sound and the nah like- it was bad because it was well, he didn't even hit him flush oh, dude so you heard the metal on metal along with the wet like with that just like squish. that wet squ- <laughs> and you know <laughs> he fucked him up because he didn't even scream he just pulled his finger out of the cage and just looked straight at him mad. Like, just whatever was left of that. Just like, it's just like a fucking ribbon at that point. Uh, yeah. Dude. Oh, my God. He didn't fuck his finger up, but it was like... I don't know how the fuck you have a finger sheesh. after you get, like, a ball peen to, like, the knuckle. It wasn't the knuckle. It was just, like, the fingertip, oh, like, right on like the nail. Fucking nail. Like, it... Shit, it, even breaking a nail hurts. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that. It, I'm surprised it didn't crack his shit. It was purple for a minute, but it didn't, like... I saw a good meme today that was like a man's tummy ache is a hundred times more painful than giving birth. <laughs> that surprised me. This other meme I saw it's like <laughs> women are only pregnant for nine months. We carry kids our whole life. <laughs> Can't even compare. <laughs> it's so fucked up, dude. It's fucked. I like. I've fallen into this like really like hyper like misogynist like dumb you like a uh, fucking instagram hole but like the only people i i show them to were like my female friends who were also like really into yeah, that shit too. yeah so it was just like meet a bunch of girl bosses just like you know just like look at this incel ass shit dude, oh my god that shit's it's hilarious it's so fucking funny i'm right now just addicted to the memes that are like it'll be like um 
You smell like weed. Mm, no, no. I am weed. That one's good. Do you know, you know good. the backstory of that those. bullshit, right? Nah. That's fucking Machine Gun Kelly and fucking Megan Fox, yeah. No way. Swear to God. They did some fucking dumbass thing in like British GQ, you know, GQ mate or, you know, whatever the fuck. But they, you know, they, 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 they're trying to do this whole, like my dark twisted fantasy thing with like their relationship. And they like, they are like that couple in high school. They literally deserve some, I saw this shit. Like the Joker and Harley Quinn fucking. Yeah. Oh God. Honestly, it's like that weird, like. They think they're like psychos and they're crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, I saw a bunch of people being like, wow, they deserve an award for like proving that like really hot people can be so cringe that they're fucking ugly now. But like, they did this fucking interview and they're talking about how like insane and psycho they are and how crazy everything, you know, and how their relationship is just like, whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh man, we're Joker pilled. And like, she says some dumbass shit and she tries to make it all poetic, but essentially she's like, yeah, I met this dude and he smelled like weed. And so the first, like, and so apparently she said, you smell like weed. And then he was like, I am weed. And then like, just like dipped the fuck out. So there's been all those memes of like Princess Leia and Han Solo, you know, you smell like weed. I was weed. wondering where I that shit. I am weed. <laughs> <laughs> or like the, the, the notebook one. The notebook one is really good where they're like crying in the rain. <laughs> My favorite memes right now, though, are the, uh, like, uh, it'll be like, y'all sound like bad printers, used up printers, the way y'all be low on paper. But like, you call me the toothpaste cap, the way I be caked up. <coughs> it's like a picture of just like some white kid with an Edgar haircut with like mm-hmm. dog ass forces with like $50 and ones like fanned out or something like. You know, and it's all fucking discolored, and there's artifacts all on it and shit. Yeah, no, that, those are my favorite memes right now. The good ones that I liked this week that I've been seeing, like, I haven't seen any of those. I don't understand the ones where it's like evil, blah 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 says, and then it's like the opposite of what the oh, lyrics yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we like evil Blink One Eighty Two says all the big things. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And it's like I think that some the, of the big things. Yes, yeah, some of the big things, but it's like. Some of those are like interesting. Some of them are like kind of lazy or whatever. Like honestly, I, I live for low effort content like that. Though honestly, that shit's hilarious to me. If you can pull it off, it's an art form. If you can like effortlessly pull off, like just like kind of farting out a meme and like it's actually funny, then like you know you deserve like a fellowship at like a very prestigious gallery. <laughs> but the the one that I really liked was like the screenshots of like TikTok videos and shit. And it would be like a girl crying and she'll be like me just thinking about how like Tyler Durden is so misunderstood and how he really is just like the best character in the movie. <laughs> and then the brackets will be like, I'm a 36 double D. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it'll be like me thinking about how hard it must have been for Heath Ledger to turn off the psycho stuff when the camera stopped rolling. Brackets, they call me the throat goat. <laughs> Dude, those are just so fucking good. I'm trying to find one of these ones. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. No, the meme, the meme shit this week has been pretty tight. Like, I'm not. It's been a fun like week on the internet. Although, like, honestly, I didn't even get that much fucking phone time because I worked the fucking Ren Fair this weekend, and that shit was fucking dope yeah how was that it was fucking awesome like the work itself was cool like the people i was working with rock like 111 pottery and shit but like it was so fucking fun just like being there and like kicking it but like looking around like i 
like dude the people watching is obviously like insane because it's fucking but i was like there like both days so you know like when you're doing that bullshit and you're like walking around like you think that you're really doing some people watching when you like go to king's dominion but like you're also like doing other shit like i was straight up just like posted up like (laughs) kind of doing like a little crowd control like customer help what what's up what do you want like guidance yeah but I was like at the fucking entrance to our booth. <laughs> and so it was just like, I saw everybody who was coming in and out of that place. There's some wild shit. I saw a kid dressed up like Mr. Potato Head. That is pretty wild. That was fucking cool. Mario and Luigi showed up. Hell yeah. Bunch of dudes from Star Trek were there. Like the, the thing about the Ren Fair, like my only critique is like, there is such a like class war vibe being there. <laughs> Cause like some of my homies like do it. Like, do it for real, do it. And even, like, they have, like, one or two outfits that they cycle, right? And they'll do, like, multiple, like, similar events where, like, they can dress up, like, medieval or piratey or whatever the fuck. Weirdo shit. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, but do it. Like, it's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. I love them. But it's, like, your shoes cost 350 fucking dollars for this costume. And you wear that shit four times a year, right? Like, oh, like, oh, your fucking, like, your sick leather vest costs $500. You know what I mean? And so, like, obviously there's, like, a kind of like a pay to play thing going on yeah, with like some barriers to entry there. 100%. Like. And I caught myself being a piece of shit too. Like I caught it like internalized, like classist bullshit. Cause like I would be looking out over the fucking, the Denzians that are walking around. And obviously like the people who have like the wild shit, you're like, yo, that's crazy. Like there were people who like were easily wearing like $15,000 worth of gear. Right. And so like you would see these like elaborate costumes and be like, yo, that's fucking sick. And then every time I saw some dude who just like looked like he got off work and showed up, I'd be like, you low rent, lazy motherfucker. Like, how dare you show Put up some like effort this? effort in. Yeah, exactly. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps and get a sweet fucking $5,000 How dare you not leather pay $70 for a tunic that you're going to wear twice? How dare you? You know, and I caught myself doing that. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, okay, this is a fucking issue. But like, I met some people who like, you know, they get the season pass and like, Part of like the thing that they do every year is they go to every fucking day of the Renaissance Fair. Every fucking day they show up and every day they have a different costume and all their homies do the same thing. And they just, you know what I mean? Like they're just like a crew. Yeah. And they get day drunk outside and all this shit. It's a little bit more obvious with like uh, the like Comic Con and stuff like that. Those cosplays mm-hmm. because the that flavor of nerd can get a little bit more. I don't know. When we, they can get a little bit more aggressive when you're talking about that character is not the you're not the right color to be that character, whatever. Is that still a thing, like mm-hmm. in general? Because yeah. maybe like I just exist in an echo chamber where like a lot of my nerd friends are like pretty fucking chill. Yes, yeah, and I know a lot of blurs, and so like yeah, I know right. a lot of, of the course. fucking like uh, like poc cosplay like i follow a lot of that shit like we're spoiled because we live in baltimore so we actually are around like more than half the population here is like us so fucking there's all kinds of flavors of us and even the like future wave you know what i mean so we it's like it's so much different here compared to fucking like fishers indiana you know what I mean? Where no, I don't know what you mean because you just made up a town. <laughs> nah, I didn't. It's actually a real place. It fucking sucks. 
<laughs> um, but um, you, I hope that they, it's like that's one of those places where like, oh no, the biggest Comic Con every year is in Fishers, Indiana. Nah, it's like right outside Indiana. It's rated one of the happiest places to live, but because everybody's like, it's just like one family lives there. Nah, I was well, sort of. I was gonna say it directly correlates to like how white it is there. Oh yeah, it's like super fucking white. Like some fucking Truman Show shit. Yeah. Uh, fun, fun fact. Some Stepford Wives. Type I went to shit. elementary school with a kid named Hunter Fisher. For real, that was his Yikes. fucking name, right? That's cool. Anyway, fucking. I played in a band with a dude named Christian Carpenter. Whoa. Yeah. Shout out to Christian if he's listening. <laughs> That'd be fucking cool. When we were watching the game the other day, Nate came up with a good drag name of Christian Tucker. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, so fucking Fisher, Indiana. What the fuck about this place? Oh yeah, so like um No, I was just saying uh <clears throat> we're spoiled because like we are just exposed to blackness. I mean, I am black, but like with like we are exposed to the normalcy of like, yeah, but, like black. You can be black and still not be explo- exposed That's true. to like you quote blackness. Have, right, yeah, and definitely have internalized racism. That's what I was going to say is like we are regularly exposed to like black visibility. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think I take I take that for granted. I think that oh, we I definitely do, too. do. And yeah. like also like like queer shit too. Like oh, absolutely in Baltimore for sure. Oh, actually, I got some Patreon stuff to talk. Subscribe to the Patreon, five bucks a month. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna get too into it, but I definitely had like I have I I went back to Hagerstown this weekend. And I have some new stories to tell Ooh. <laughs> of some interactions that I had with some people that definitely have to do with like. You know, just like the racism or like the like just like the blanket bigotry that like right. people have and just like that struggle that sometimes you Rural get obvious fucking small town shit. Exactly. And like, obviously, like there's no excuse for being a piece of shit. But then like a gray line that exists that I feel like I always have to like be more eloquent than I need to be. Like when I make this like defense of people where it's like. They don't know any better. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there is no fucking point in like, you know, breaking out a fucking hammer and smashing their windows because they say something wild. You just kind of got to be like, God damn it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. I understand that 100%. Like I'm from Arbutus. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Like I had a lot of that stuff. Well, I want to talk about that on the other side of the paywall. Yeah, but, for sure. But yeah, so fucking, you know, like the fucking just like being exposed to blackness and shit is something that I feel like or uh, not even blackness, just like. Not otherness, I guess. Like any like non-straight white shit, like we definitely take for granted. I think yeah. that people, especially younger than us, take for granted. We might be on the cusp of like, I remember when shit wasn't cool. I mean, I do because I remember like being like really, really like pretty like horrendously bullied for like wearing girl pants, and now it's like everyone yeah. wears quote skinny jeans. Skinnies, but it, yeah. you know what I mean. But five it's like, elevens became yeah super super uh, popular but like i remember wearing like you know just like how fucking hard it was to be like <clears throat> weird and different how weird it was that's like i guess that like we might be the last generation or like the last general age group of people who are like oh yeah i remember when everyone really sucked i was gonna say specifically uh in reference to like hip-hop or like black male culture that was kanye like one thousand percent you could see uh, around the period of time right before Kanye came out, a lot of the hip hop was like it was, and a lot of the uh, it's crazy that people like talk about this as being part of the heyday of hip hop is because of just how fucking boring and trash it was. Not trash, I shouldn't say that, but very derivative 
um, where like you had Young Jock and uh, Lil Wayne and like all these rappers, and the aesthetic was just everything fucking baggy and jerseys and everybody's richer than you. They yeah, but then Soldier Boy really made it into an art form with having like comically large everything. Effects. But the, but what I'm saying is One it was unsung cultural heroes that people do not give. Oh yeah, for he sure. He gives himself more credit than anyone deserves. If you, like, I don't understand why people mm. talk about Egomania, Kanye. It's Soldier Boy. That motherfucker's crazy. But True. also he really is someone who looking back people are going to be like, oh, that guy was a fucking genius. Oh, Soldier Boy was revolutionary. Credit where credit is due. I love Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is one of my favorite artists. I He's, played... Uh, I'm hoping once I big up enough as a streamer, I can play uh, some games with Soldier Boy again and actually like vibe with him and not just be some rando from his like. Oh yeah, you played like Among Us. We played Among Us, yeah. But um, yeah. So I I was saying like up until the mid aughts, the late aughts, it was when like Kanye dropped and and shit. Um, it was you know very hyper masculine like. I fucking make more money than you money than you. I get more women than you. They're all more attractive than the women that you have. I've killed more people than you've killed. I got more guns than you. All that shit. And then Kanye came out with fucking just like teddy bears and fucking polo tees and shit. And then it became transformed from that between Soldier Boy and Lil B as well. Absolutely revolutionary with just Oh, Lil B is satirizing the hyper masculine like focus of that at the mainstream avenue of hip hop at the time and it just became something that's the other thing that like confuses me about people who com- complain about mumble rappers and soundcloud rappers is that the shit was boring as fuck and like the the thing that they a lot of the more conscious heads complain about and said that they wanted were like Dead Prez is probably the last mainstream, like, conscious hip-hop, like, the conscious rap that came on the radio, or it was mainstream or whatever. Uh, that, like, came back. You had, like, Common, who kind of was doing some yeah. of that stuff, but you really didn't have a lot of, like... Common went pop, though. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he's, like, you didn't really have a lot of, like, big-name radio play people who were actually, like... And again, like, maybe we are spoiled, because I feel like but then, I knew about, like, like MF Doom, obviously, oh, of and then course. through that, like, but you, mainstream you, though, mainstream, like one hundred percent. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is we ended up getting Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar's, and J Cole's, and mm-hmm. and you know, those those and types. Debbies. Yeah, no names, <laughs> no names, still not really mainstream, but yeah, right. Yo, no names book club's fucking sick. Yeah, no names, big. I don't even need to shout out no name because I feel like everyone knows that shit. But yeah, <laughs> dude, I, I remember when that fucking transformation took place on fucking Instagram when no name was like, yo, I'm into politics now. <laughs> like, I'm going to use my fucking platform to just like force people to read fucking Lenin. Low key. That's like, that's a vibe. Like, that's what I'm trying to do with the whole Twitch thing is like, yeah, I'm the best Mortal Kombat 11 player on planet Earth. Come watch me whip ass. By the way, here's some theory for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <here> <laughs> By the way, while I beat the shit out of this person in MK11, like we're going to listen to an audiobook where it's just fucking on yeah. guerrilla warfare the whole way through. Facts. We're going to listen to Medical Apartheid, and then after that, we're going to listen to Das Capital. Oh my god, there's a meme going around now where it's like people beware for trick or treating. Like people are hiding things in the trick or treat things, but people are photoshopping like Communist Manifesto. That's funny. <laughs> and like fucking, you know, 
like little red book yeah little, it's like little red books or like little versions of the fucking capital and i remember someone like deleted one of my comments where i was like this means fucking bullshit you know goddamn well like you could never condense anything meaningful from capital into a book that would fit like that that, that shit is so fucking thick and they're like and like it got all these like fucking comments they fucking deleted it yeah your snickers has a little bit of communism in it be careful oh my god dude <laughs> Do you know where your kids are? I saw some other fucking thing where someone posted about like how fucked up it is that like a renter. I'm in a bu- I'm in a bunch of like groups where people just like spy on landlords. That's tight. And like make fun of them, and then like just like basically like find comments, like open fucking threads on Facebook and like Instagram and shit of like dudes complaining about how hard it is to be a landlord and then they just get like bodied by a bunch of like cat boys like it's nice i'm definitely team bully landlords oh i'm definitely team cat boy <laughs> well, team cat boy and team bully landlords i was actually looking for a cat ear do rags to wear on stream that uh that, season two drops that'd be pretty fucking tight that'd be pretty fucking sick but there was one i saw and the dude was like Yo, it's fucking bullshit. Like, if you're a fucking renter, like, you don't got to pay your fucking rent. Like, it takes so long for anything to actually be fucking done with you. Like, you don't got to face consequences if you just, like, don't feel like paying for your bullshit. But, like, if I don't fucking, you know, pay my fucking mortgage on my rental property, then, like, they come and take my shit. And, like, I get all these, like, fucking court fees and stuff. So, like, dog, that is state- straight up fucking <laughs> socialism. Like, the, the fact state that literally blah, blah, blah. comes to make me get out at gunpoint. After 30 days, what are you talking about? Exactly. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's just, like, these people who, like, have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Oh, did you see the fucking Trump... The the Trump flag, like, dress code thing? Oh, no. no, Oh, my God, dude. Oh, this was, like... It was so good, and it's... I mean, all anyone who has... Is within, like, 30 miles of, like, any small town is like, yep. This is, uh-huh, this is the thing that's happening now. So someone posted a fucking, like, like an Instagram picture or some picture where it's, like, them, like, in their driver's seat and they're dressed just, like, hoodie, you know, pants, just, like, normal, like, jean, like, like kind of, like, you know, like, fucking just, like, work pant, kind of. Word. Just, like, a normal fucking like person. Yeah, like, a normal person just doing, like, basically, like, a crock shot of, like, the steering wheel and, like, what they're wearing. And then they post this whole thing about how, like, they got a call from their kid's school, like like their kids were like being kicked out or being for like the mom had to come and like bring them new clothes because like what they were wearing was like offensive, right? So she was like went on this whole thing about how like, yo, my kids were wearing like all Carhartt and like camo and like workers' clothes, cause that's like I come from a working class family, yo. And they fucking called them into the office and now I gotta come and change that shit. Because people were fucking offended of my blue collar lifestyle, and they equate, you know, like wearing and we tried to make it this whole fucking thing, right? Like, of course, trying to make it this whole like war on the working class and war on rural America. And it turns out these fucking kids got called into the office because they were wearing fucking Trump flags as fucking capes and brought that shit to fucking school, and that's what they got in trouble for. And so, but before that information was like released, before it went like super viral, word. And, like, it went viral on a completely different part of the internet where it was like, yo, they got my fucking kids for wearing Carhartts. They hate us. Oh, they hate yeah. us. And then it started to grow and grow and grow. Parlor. And then all these people were just like, yo, I go to school with those kids. I took pictures. I fucking hate, I hate my school. And then it would just be pictures of, like, 
the kids like walking out in the parking lot like to their mom's car like with their fucking trump flags like as capes that they just had wrapped around their fucking necks and shit so silly and then that went viral and then like i guess like the post got deleted and shit like people were just like popping off on all these fucking comment threads because it was just like i mean it is beautiful when people lie and And then get get caught caught up yeah so hard like the people who lie about getting fucked up by vaccines and shit oh yeah there was one that someone posted and I didn't even fucking look at it because, like, they kept on reposting it to, like, keep it in their story. And it was some, like, you know, click the thing to read the thread. Like, this is really important. And it's, like, this girl I grew up with who moved to, like, Georgia. And she's, like, hyper fucking, like, Christian now. And does all that, like, I love everyone. I love you if you say Black Lives Matter or if you say oh, White Lives God. Matter. Someone like, came on my chat like that the other night. <laughs> yeah like the so i'm neutral i'm colorblind what <laughs> that you can't no you can be neutral about it, like if you prefer like you know chocolate or vanilla ice cream you can't be right. neutral if you want your kids to go to school with like white or black like that's not right. how it yeah. fucking works yeah it's we call i tried to calmly explain that to them my chat was going off a little bit but i feel like when you're dealing with those people like Obviously, you have to like keep level headed because a lot of them are just like looking for a sound clip and they're looking for a fight. Oh, yeah. I mean, prime example being, I don't know if you saw um, that college, uh, it was the uh, multicultural space, and those white kids came in with the Blue Lives Matter t shirts on, and those college students like completely spazzed on them. And of course, it became like a whole thing in the the right sphere because. Oh yeah, because the the communist indoctrination of yeah, of our youth. Look at them the, freaking out! Uh, yeah, like, all these soy boys are freaking out because of the free speech. Well, no, it was like black women and like this like Pakistani girl and stuff. Like it was, it was a it was a multicultural space. It was there specifically for like immigrants and all of the other like non straight white cis men on fucking campus to have. At least a space, a small space to gather and organize and do the fucking hang right, out. yeah. And and that was like the whole thing was like you you guys have literally the entire rest of the campus to do whatever you want, and you have to. Not only do you have to come here and chill in this space and invade our space, but you got to wear the Blue Lives Matter tees and fucking do the Trump shit while you're at it but like, that the sad part about that is is there's a straight line i'm not just talking about their family tree how that shit looks like a palm tree oh yeah but yeah. like it just straight up is like those fucking kids their fathers and their grandfathers are the ones who spend all of february complaining about how there's no white history month oh yeah you know sure. what i mean like I, they're I, the motherfuckers who are like yo where's like the prostate cancer like uh awareness marches like bah, 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 bah. you know what i mean like yeah i worked with this kid i tried to save because he's from Severna park and his like gated community and i could tell his parent his father probably tells him some dumbass conservative bullshit and he's one of the things he said to me was like america is the freest country on earth for who yeah and i was when? like america has the highest incarcerated population of like human civilization mm-hmm. like at any point in human history you have in any like place on earth there's never been as many people locked up as in america right now 
and he just kind of got quiet and like i can tell he probably had never really thought about that before yeah well i mean you you know and i'm not gonna i don't mean to like sit here and like just like use like education as like a cudgel to be like if you're conservative you're fucking dumb yeah but part of like the conservative narrative and like the game of telephone that really is like the conservative talking points is like you really have to rely on like a lack of like formal understanding or like formal education when it comes to like statistics like in geopolitics because as soon as you're like yo like you know what i mean like yeah when you fucking talk to people and they're like yo communism doesn't work and you're like what it's is literally that? just memes what like does that memes, mean you dude, just repeat you know? yeah people be like yo like cuba's awful what does that mean and they'll be like it's so bad over there and then you're like you know that like they have a like a 99.9 literacy, literacy rate, rate yeah and they like their like life expectancy is like a cool <laughs> 10 years more than us and they like per capita like export the most you know what i mean it's just like yeah you start listening off the shit and then you just kind of see like the emotion leave their face and they're kind of like in their mind palace trying to like dr strange out some like weird like racist stuff to be like well technically right yeah you know what i mean well actually well actually you know and like there's been a lot of that happening obviously because of like i think that we are going to look back on this time period and obviously like this this time is going to be defined by COVID and defined by like the economic collapse that has surrounded it. Right. And black lives matter. Exactly. Black lives matter. Like we are seeing all this like social unrest. We are living through like this crazy economic time. Like we are watching capital fold in on itself. We're watching kind of the end of this flavor of settler colonialism where it's like reached its inevitable conclusion. Right. I think that if you exist in politics or especially if you like are on the left, in the future, you're going to look back on this and have a lot of really interesting things to say about like Red Scare Part Two that we're living through. Yeah, for sure. And how like the Cold War kind of never fucking ended. It, I sure as fuck never considered it ended. You know what I mean? Like it might like the the like Cold War and like the like capital C capital W right like that definitely ended. But like obviously like the Middle East and proxy wars. Oh and the, well, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Is the like, brave fighters of the Mujahideen? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Even before I was to the level of understanding of like geopolitics that I am now. And I was, there's always going to be communists under that fucking bed. Yeah. Yeah. When I was even at my most, like just like South park liberal, you know what I mean? I fucking was like, yeah, of course we are competing with China and Russia. Yeah. Like it never, at least economically. Yeah. Yeah. Never culturally, like, you know, for the hearts and minds. Right. But like, I think that we're really going to look back and like, look at this, like Neo McCarthyism and shit and how like, it's always going to be like big, bad, scary China and like big, bad, scary Russia and all this kind of stuff. And obviously like those are two completely different like entities in terms of like their place in the world and their place in geopolitics and stuff. But like, I don't know. I I like, I was trying to look at like some like economic bullshit, like just cause I like haven't really been keeping track of like that stuff recently. And mm-hmm. obviously like the economy's fucking fucked right now. Like yeah. everything's fucking crazy. Like, my shit isn't that bad. I feel like most of my homies are like, okay, but like the writing is on the wall that like, yeah, America's kind of done with like being a powerhouse and like what's actually happening. And it's just been so much fun to look at like international financial news, like compared to like, uh, like domestic, like news that covers international finances. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, you look at this shit and like the information will be like, yo, China's like whooping ass and like 
this sector right now and they're like reorganizing like their oil shit or whatever right and so then all the America-centric stuff will be like the evil empire that is China is trying to cripple the world by right. like limiting the amount of like gas it exports. But then everyone else like going to each hey, China individual. Won. Hey, China, China won. Yeah. And going to each individual Uyghur's home and individually strangling them with their fucking own intestines. Sorry, I can't complete this interview. I was murdered because I'm a Uyghur. <laughs> did you see that shit that dropped? Um, I think you reposted it. I did about how they're just like, oh yeah, actually the camp the, the interview were... thing. No, I didn't see that. Yo, there was a fucking thing and I I reposted it without reading it just because I knew that was bullshit. I was going to read it later, but yeah. That was no, one of those things where I reposted it without reading it just because I knew you know, the substance. Sometimes you just got to fucking rapid fire that shit out there. Facts. I can't fucking... Especially the story. Nobody yeah, gives a fuck no about one the story. fucking gives a shit about that. But no, I watched one of those videos. It, it was like some panel thing and they were interviewing someone and I don't know if she was Uyghur or not, but they were like interviewing this like young lady about like research she was doing into like the Uyghur genocide or whatever. And like the person interviewing her is like this older woman and she calls her out for like being like a fucking liar and like having like a not big enough subset for them to be able to use this information. And she's full of shit. Damn. And it's fucking crazy because it's like it's a multi-part like clip that was like on Instagram and I watched all of that shit and it straight up is like this, you know, and she's like, I saw critiques of it where people were like, you know, just like being kind of like misogynist and being kind of ageist and calling her just like an old bitch and like an old crow who, you know, blah, 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 you know, uh, China stands about like the Democrats, but well, literally it's just like this woman and she's like, she's taking this very seriously because it is a very serious issue if you're, if you're are accusing someone of like committing active genocide right, right now. Right. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a pretty serious, serious accusation. Shit. And like, I don't know if there's like the UN or whoever the fuck they were at but it looked like that kind of like dr strange love style room you know what i mean like yeah it, it wasn't like the fucking gymnasium like where they pulled out the fucking like the folding chairs like this was like a legit hearing type of uh, yeah. thing yeah and the woman who is is on the board will say was just straight up like i need to know how many people you actually talk to i need to know the concrete numbers of like the subset of people who were fucking interviewed like i need to know where you got this data from before you expect me to even take any of this seriously. Right. And then the person who's being interviewed was like this younger girl and she immediately folds <laughs> and is and just like straight up, like cannot give an answer on like, you know, like the, the people who she interviewed, she cannot give like time frame. She cannot do anything. Damn, and so they, she immediately folds. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. But it wasn't even like a thing where it was like, there's no way that you could look at that objectively and say that the people conducting that interview were doing anything more than like fact checking. Like it was not a thing where she was like putting in any opinions or whatever. She straight up was like, I need to know the data behind your claims before I even consider reading this bullshit. Right. Cite like, source sources cited, please. It literally was like being in your fucking, cause everyone had this, right? The first time you had to do a research paper where you needed to cite stuff and someone just didn't do it and then they got called up in front of the fucking class and they had to explain how they just like made shit up. Loki, that was me. I was like, I ain't doing this shit. I didn't even make shit up. I had the sources. I was like, I'm not writing all this shit. So they're lucky I'm even doing this shit in the first place. Fuck this. But like straight up, like this girl got caught up like at an official thing Damn. and she's just like. Like, oh man, it Damn, was caught in 8K. It was just beautiful to watch this, like, <laughs> just like imperialist chud, just like fucking fold and like try to laugh oh, it yeah. off and try to be a little cute about it. You know what I mean? Like, try right. to be like, 
uh, I don't know, but like I can tell you, like straight up, like the one answer was like, I don't know the exact number of people I interviewed, but I can tell you it was a lot, <laughs> you know. And then the person interviewing is just like, uh huh, yeah. Um, no, first of all, no. Uh, I need to know what the fuck this is. Like it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. If if you if you went to a job interview and they asked when you can start, when can you start, and you're like, whenever, how much am I getting paid? And they just said a lot. Yeah, you're gonna get paid Whoa, a lot we'll, of money. We'll, we'll get there when the checks come. All right, like, <laughs> yeah. it's cool. Like, trust me, you'll get paid. Trust me, you'll be fine. God, that was a lesson I had to learn the hard way too. <laughs> with fucking getting a job from like, I worked for um one of. I had a job and I did it through a friend, and it was a small business, like a small like family style business, and they had me come on under the guise that like I was going to make all this fucking money and get all these benefits and shit. Damn. And then I slowly realized that like it was bullshit. And then, yeah, like I had to learn that shit the hard way. That's kind of like a bad like habit I have is like, I just can't fucking learn anything unless it's like the hardest way possible. I've only had, that was, I I knew Cutco was a finesse. That was a scam. But there was a thing. Yo, um, I did that shit. There was a dude. Uh, this dude, uh, his name was like Roy or something. But he had a thing called Love My Garage where it was like. A, that sounds like a guy who's on a sex offenders list. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, he had a garage refinishing or remodeling uh, business. And he was like, yeah, uh, this is the prices. And if we do this many jobs, all you guys have to do is this, 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 and this. and I already got all the tools, all the stuff, and had us finessed. We're like 17, 18 years old, fresh out of high school. So I'm like, hell yeah, what do we do first? And he's like, canvassing. Mm-hmm. So we just passed out flyers and shit, not getting paid for really any of that. Um, yeah, that shit fucking sucked. I, I think I did that for like two weeks, and we got like one job and it was like just a shitty fucking just like clean like wash job it really sucks that we live in a society and we live in a time and we live in an economic system we live in a society you know what look i just gotta get this (laughs) off my chest (laughs) i know we strap in there's gonna be some profound shit but like dude we live in a fucking society you know that right (laughs) but not like it it fucking sucks that we live um in a system where you like that just happens to everybody everyone i know has been like tricked you get finessed into fucking working some bullshit job and either it's like when you're like a kid and there's a million different reasons why you get like why you get fucking thrown into it you know like you're a fucking kid and your parents want you to have a job because it builds fucking gumption and prepares you for the quote real world, which is completely asinine. If I get blessed by Allah with some fucking kids, I'm not going to force those motherfuckers to work until like, Oh yeah. Fuck that. that does not build character that kills your fucking soul. Oh yeah. And then everybody tries to speed run that shit. They're like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not going to get a regular day job. Fuck that slow money. I want the fast shit. So if you're too much of a pussy to sell drugs, honestly, if my kid you comes get finessed to me, with fucking pyramid schemes and dude, shit, if my kid at fucking 15, 16 years old, right? And they're like, you know, daddy, I need money. And I'd be like, all right, like just fucking sell weed. Like everyone else <laughs> find a fucking hustle. That isn't a fucking steady paycheck because that shit is fucked up and is going to legit destroy you. And cause like, I, I will buy you a mini fridge, find an LSD plug, 
Look, <laughs> if you come to me with a solid business plan and I recoup my investment, I don't give a fuck about the grow lights in that fucking room. Oh, right. Like, we're going to do it, like, as a, like, trust me, you'll be all right. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like even, like, the cutting the grass thing, like, whatever, fucking do that shit. But, like, I remember I was so fucking excited to get my first fucking job. And, like, it was the most bullshit, like, warehouse, like, shop boy, just fucking inhale all this dust and fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, like, hell yeah. be around car fumes all day and you're a fucking kid under the table. So, like, I'm just going to give you 30 bucks for working eight hours type of shit. You know what I mean? Also, like, did you have, like, a lot of, like, weird odd jobs when you were, like, a teenager? Oh, fuck To where yeah. it's like, how did I not just get fucked at gunpoint to death? Yeah. By just, like, some random dude who was like, hey, does your kid want to make $40? Be oh, at yeah. this address. I See, it wasn't like that with my parents, though, because my parents didn't really... My first, like, my first job job, for real, for real job, my parents knew about. My dad low-key helped me get that job. I worked at GameStop. Before that, uh, like I said... I was canvassing with my homie. Um, he would do flyers and shit, f- like promoting like clubs. So like doing shit for like scores and shit. So we would be out. I would sneak out to do this with him. We would be out at like 1 a.m. in the morning, like just on the block, straight up uh, yeah. handing flyers, people putting flyers on people's windshields and shit, like mm-hmm. 14, 15 years old. Yeah. And then um, after GameStop fell through, I had briefly worked at Sam's Club because my dad worked there and he got me that job and that kind of fucked up. So then I was like, fuck it, I'm speed running this shit. So I fucking was doing like everything. Fucking selling weed, selling LSD, allegedly. Fucking in Minecraft. Uh, yeah. Parody. Uh but I would do weird, like random shit would happen to me. Like, um, I lived in Catonsville and um I lived like right across from Westtown Elementary. So I would randomly walk to that Royal Farms down there and just get like dumb shit. Like when I would have like fucking like gang marathons, get like sunflower seeds and fucking Mountain Dew, whatever goofy shit like that. Yeah. And fucking, fucking around. I was walking back from Royal Farms. It was like 4 a.m. And this dude was sitting in a trash truck that was in the in the in the parking lot. He just rolls his window down, and goes, hey. And I was like, what the fuck? He's talking to me. This is a big, swole-ass dude. So I'm kind of shook. Because mm-hmm. hey, it's this fucking, like, work. It was a garbage man. Like, yeah. fucking big, yeah, black, yeah, yeah. fucking bald, diesel-ass fucking dude. And he just goes, you want to work? And uh, I didn't have a job at the time. So I was like, I mean, all right. I fucking don't have to wait all day for these high school kids to come buy fucking, like, dimes and nicks off me and shit. He's like, yeah, just fucking uh, my dude that I'm supposed to be doing this with, call it out. So um, just hop on the back of the truck. You don't have to do shit, but just dump the trash. I'll drive. You dump the trash into the truck and uh, we'll do this neighborhood. We'll get it done and I'll give you like $100. And I was like, fuck yeah, $100 in one day. Cool. Dope. Yeah. And um, it was actually pretty pretty tough. It kind of made me almost want to go through the proper channels to actually acquire that job. Cause. One of my really good friends who actually listens to the show and is a fucking is on the Patreon. What's up, Patrick? Um, hey, he's a fucking trash guy. Hey, and like he has been like for like as long as I fucking known him. It seems legit. I it listen- is fucking legit. Like he loves that shit. And I was like- also listening to uh without like some of the I don't know if it was Baltimore or not, but like there was black organizers with 
like municipal. They basically just let people's fucking trash pile up because they're like, fuck you. You're going to call me an N-word and shit all the time. Yo. You can just have a mountain of trash in your front yard. I mean, number obviously, like, that's the importance of having, like, union or collective labor, especially in, like, a field where you need, like, actual skilled labor is involved. Like, oh, yeah. If you fucking try to ever tell me that, like, being, like, a trash guy or, like, any of these, like, you know, stinky, dirty, whatever jobs, like, aren't skilled labor, you're fucking as so a, stupid. As a person who was literally just a guy off the street who never did that before and then did it, yeah, there's there's no fucking way. I did it a few times, and I would say I wasn't quick. Like, I wasn't like they were doing that shit on that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, no. It's- I, first of all, I fell, like, three fucking oh, times. Oh, yeah, you will eat shit. I, dog, I held the, the amount of L's that I held and the heft and just the the cumbersomeness of those fucking L's that I took. There was because the thing that they don't tell you is that the the fucking coordination between you and the driver is something that gets built over time. And there's certain oh, yeah, cues. It really it's it's like the real version of like the copaganda where it's like we've been partners for twenty years and like I look out for you every day is like the yeah. guys who throw cans and the guys who grab the truck. Cause my homie because fucking like I met a bunch of his fucking other trash homies. Uh, yeah. And it's just straight up like they are like a duo and it's like mm-hmm. a fucking buddy cop thing. Like these motherfuckers yep. are out there on the actual front lines in the shit literally. Literally, yeah. Cause there's shit in there. And yeah, two of the L's I took were cause the dude thought I was gonna be faster than I was and he pulled off he, before oh, I could yeah. fucking my it was like my hand like out of a movie, like a cartoon. My hand was like an inch away from the little bar and I would just fucking eat shit. And the fucking the dust puffs up and it has like the zwoom on it and then like, it's just you like three fan like three panel just like falling yeah, forward. Yeah, straight like family guy too, where there's no like I'm not falling and there's no animation or anything in between. It's just me ground. like <laughs> diagonal reaching and then I'm just on the ground suddenly with the sound effect. Yeah. No, that's after I'm already on the ground. I remember, obviously, like, the trash shit, like, got all weird because of the Sopranos and stuff, and everyone thought that, like, every fucking trash thing was, like, mobbed up. <laughs> Which, like, you're not wrong, but you're not right. Like... Yeah, it's not really like that. I don't know. Like, it is... It's obviously, like, Sopranos rocks, and did you see that? Never seen it. Really? Did I... Did we talk about how there was, like, that weird article about how, like, someone did, like, this expose trying to figure out why, like young internet leftists are like super into the sopranos nah it was like a new york post or like some like actual publication like posted like a piece where someone was like i don't understand how this show is still popular with kids and they ended up (laughs) getting on like a bunch of like the fucking sopranos like meme pages and one like i think it's like mattress or duck posting was on there like one of the ones that i'm in and so people posted it like in that facebook group and was like yo we're like in the news for some shit but like that's wild it is wild but like if like it's so funny to me how like the mafia and like the organized crime shit is like such this like it's this weird like piece of American culture and American history where everyone like idolizes it. Yeah, but it's no very one, romanticized. It's completely romanticized, but like people like know who like some of these cats are and like know like the power behind the mob and like the power behind the mafia and all this stuff. But then like they don't ever research it because like if you look into that shit for more than like fucking five minutes and especially like in the later eras when it's like you know obviously like if you're talking like boardwalk empire bullshit like yeah those dudes have powers because of fucking bootlegging 
and because of fucking illegal gambling and because they were like you know running whorehouses and stuff like they were right. they were like actual like kings of vice facts yeah but then like once we get into like the 70s and the 80s and onward like those motherfuckers had money because a lot of their leverage came from fucking controlling unions and shit like I, yeah the jimmy hoffa shit is fascinating not because like dude disappeared and was buried under the Dodgers stadium by the mafia. It's literally because like the teamsters on fucking lock, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's where the fucking actual power comes from. Like we romanticize like the old school mob guys who did the Soprano, like the pre Sopranos thing, like fucking uncle June and all like the old schools in the Sopranos who like back in the way things were like Cosa Nostra, like yeah. like this this thing of ours and like the Italian heritage. Real Omerta vibes. Yeah. And then you have like the juxtaposition of like dudes like fucking Tony and his crew where they're just like, we just like run the fucking unions and we can shut shit down if people fuck with us. So we like carry favor. And then we use that to later like get our illegal activity shit going on. But like the only reason why Americans give a fuck about like the first generation mafia guys and how cool they were with like their zoot suits is because they became the cultural powerhouse that we recognize and are forced to respect because of the stranglehold that they had on the the American labor force through union control. And it's fucking sick. And it's such like a, like it makes so much sense to me why like young leftists are fuck with the Sopranos and shit because so much of that backdrop is like the power of organized labor and like the power of unions and shit and how like it really is like this kind of like subconsciously like beautiful like proletarian like homage to like just like the power that like we could have like if we really just like i was just about to say i wish that like maybe like bgf like gs9 or some of these like or like chicago drillers like if they could get some of their if 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 a lot of the rivals could stop fucking killing each other long enough to organize that might be i guarantee you if the CIA wasn't the CIA, like, oh, yeah, the Black Panthers would have, like, oh, for sure, a meet. And I feel like I have heard some things like that, but I'm not going to fucking say what I think I have heard because I'm probably very wrong. But I'm, I know there was like a lot of like, obviously, like interplay between like unions and like the Panthers and like a lot of stuff that was happening around that time. But like, imagine what would have happened if like the fucking Panthers back, like in the heyday, like, had somebody who like had some nuts to swing in like the fucking like the bus drivers union in Chicago. Yeah. And shut the fucking city down. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, goddamn well, the trajectory that these like educated peoples were on, like they knew what the fuck they were doing. That's why they were a threat. That's why, you know, people got fucking murdered by the cops and by the fucking state so frequently is cause like, you know what I mean? Like if we, if we had like a modern Renaissance of like, that revolutionary spirit like even if they weren't like expressly reading fucking mal like the panthers were part of joining the panthers is you got a fucking copy of the little red book that's honestly one of my favorite retorts to people whenever i get into arguments with people about that kind of shit because i was one of those people there was someone i got into argument with about um like the panthers and um kinism back when i was still a baby I, i was still uh fighting the you know i was fighting it i was like nah anarchism yeah, yeah. but um so um stalin bad rules is bad yeah Government co- communism bad. Be bad yeah communism is when no iphone fuck you i won't do what you tell me yeah yeah but um nah now because um i just one of my oldest friends i had a back and forth with about this i was talking about um 
I was like, okay, you you believe in the civil rights movement, yes? Like people like Martin Luther King, even Malcolm X and the Panthers and so on and so forth. It's like, yeah, of course. I was like, okay, so I believe in equality. That's a really fun thing is when people are like, I believe in equality. It's like, cool, uh, yeah. so you're a communist, right? Like, no, nah, because that's oppressive. And it's like, no, uh, capitalism is oppressive. Right. Okay. Yeah, but nah, but he asked me if I thought that they were, um, if I thought that they were um, authoritarians or something. I forget what he asked me. And I was like, the Panthers not- were authoritarian? Yeah. I was well, like, because they had a top down structure? Yeah. And I was like, it's not, um, that's not like mutually exclusive to leftism. Like there's authoritarianism, there's libertarian left. Like it, there's all kinds of flavors. There are some people that believe that there should be a central government. And some people believe that there shouldn't be. Like oh, there's every, obviously like you and I know, but like there's, there's every version of like centralized and decentralized and wildcat type of like, right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's fucking insane. But yeah, but I always am just like, here, here you go. And it's just, it'll be just a picture of uh, a rally of them holding up uh, the red book or like um, Chairman Mao supports black struggle struggle or like pictures of like Chinese protesters with Panthers or. Oh, I mean, you go and you look at a lot of that stuff like around like Vietnam era, like the broader like Vietnam shit, you know, and you will see like all of these like leaders of these like nations that we were led to believe were like so evil growing up and shit because they were like some sort of like cultural adversary of the united states most of these motherfuckers were out there very openly being like we support the black panthers oh yeah fuck yeah women's liberation like and again like there are people who are coming to my mind but i'm not gonna like say that like uh fidel did this or you know what i mean fucking Gaddafi said that like you know sankara said this but like if if you're like you know kind of like knowledgeable about like left and air quote leaders who were like fucking taken out by the greater cia apparatus like around that time or like the people who were on the non-american side of like the greater culture war almost all of them a thinker of a, a political leader like any of that shit all of them were expressly like we fuck with the panthers yeah we fuck with women's liberation Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean? Like all that shit is very fucking real. And like, and I mean like there's fucking and like nation of Islam shit too, all of their, the whole thing. But it's like, isn't there like a bunch of pictures like fucking like, like what, like Fidel and like Malcolm X kicking it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that was a big like cultural exchange that happened. Like what was it? Fucking Shay hung out with Mal for a uh, while. Yeah, or Fidel hung they out went with to, Mal. they went, uh, it's crazy. Huey Noon and them, they went to like North Korea and stuff. They went to a bunch of places. They went to like yeah, different places, which is, like it is interesting in and of itself, but just like I, I know that we know that because this is our wheelhouse. This is something that interests us. But like, yeah, if you talk to a normie and you're like, "Yo, like Huey fucking Newton went to North Korea to see what was up," like it blows like the hoi polloi's mind. And like I understand oh, that yeah. it's like a big culture shock to be like. Che Guevara went to fucking China and was greeted with open arms as a comrade by fucking Mao's government because like the like the anti-imperialist struggle like is real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you see all these pictures like Gaddafi hanging out with people and Gaddafi is, you know, Gaddafi. But like you still have like all these fucking like anti-imperialist people who we just think of as like being isolated in their little country or whatever. And then you see pictures of them with like you know, with Black Panthers who go over there with like right. people from like other like guerrilla factions around the world. And it's just like, oh, like even like just uh, the American propaganda is really good at doing that with 
like the visible revolutionary leaders in general, like even within the acceptable canon of like uh revolutionary leaders in American history. So like with Rosa Parks, like I had a mind blowing moment with a coworker behind this. Whereas you know, they were like communism is when no iPhone Venezuela, mm-hmm. you know, George yep. Orleans, 1962, yep. like all, that whole thing. And I was like, okay. You letters like, letters to Catonsville. Right. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, Rosa Parks, you like Rosa Parks, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay. Did you know her husband was literally a card carrying member of the communist party of America? And I was like, his, his brains melted and dripped out of his nose. Like, dude fucking tupac lived up the street and he was a member of the young communist league yeah mm-hmm. and like you know what i mean nobody knows who asada shakur is like no no one no but when you do see those fucking that i don't know how i feel about this and we'll end it um after this thing because i do i want to know your take on this stuff but like i always feel bad for people who are related to wildly famous people like me <laughs> yes i feel really bad for you because you're of darius rucker's family <laughs> distant cousin hey you're my friend kevin right he's related to darius <laughs> like he's so famous he doesn't even have a last name but no like i always feel bad for people who are like a celebrity's something because you are always known as brad pitt's brother right, right? you, yeah, you, you don't have your own identity you will always be you know what i mean so it's like you will always be like a big one that's you know happened you know sort of like recently it was like you will never have your identity back you will always be George Floyd's brother every single yeah. time you do anything you'll be George Floyd's brother and that is an interesting thing about Tupac's mom Tupac Shakur's mother was a fucking revolutionary facts she did so much fucking work like high key stuff and low key stuff she just did so much stuff and I'm not going to sit here and pretend mm-hmm. like I know her like fucking, you know, her biography and shit, because I do not. But you would be amazed at how many things you will see that's like memes that go around in leftist circles or just like crazy shit. And then you look at who it's attributed to and it'll say the name and then in brackets, it'll be Tupac's mom. Well, I mean, that's just part of the the propaganda is even even inside of the community that she did all that work for. You know what I mean? The black community air quotes. Um, I didn't know who she was. Um, I didn't know who she was until, you know, not that long ago. Yeah. Because so, I kept on seeing quotes by someone whose last name was Shakur. And it was like, wait, is that like Shakur, Shakur? You know what I mean? Yeah. My parents are fairly lib though. And, and fairly politically disengaged. Um, even though they don't think that way of themselves, I'm sure. Cause they vote in, uh, presidential elections. Yeah. Um, and that is another one of those things like with the small town racist stuff to where it's like they really think they're doing their part yeah oh yeah and i'm not going to sit here and have a screaming match with you about how like american electoralism is a farce yeah i'll say it once you'll laugh at me and think i'm being fucking dumb and then i'll just go about my fucking day it's one thing if you do local elections and you go to like town halls or city hall meetings or uh, city council or your party city council do it. City council is one of the most important things you can do politically. Uh, yeah, for or sure. Any of that like school board shit, like school board also, you, you you know about that shit, right? Where like the big Q shift that happened this year was like getting all the Q and all the Trump people to like 
delete their fucking Facebooks and run for fucking school boards. And that's why, like, a bunch of the crazy, like, that's why uh, the CRT stuff, like, has, like, these weird strongholds and, like, GOP heavy areas is because, like, the, like, the alt-right groups and, like, the fucking conservative, like, grassroots shit were just like, yo, get the fuck off of Instagram, shut the fuck up, put on a fucking button-up shirt and run for fucking... Uh, school board because if we get enough of us in there then like slavery didn't happen in this district so i knew that uh they were astroturfing like when the crt thing was going on when that was like in the news cycle i knew that in the like fox news and shit you would see all of these like supposedly Sinclair media bullshit yeah supposedly angry parents and then you like google them and find out that there used to be the chairman of the board for some fucking like right-wing think tank or something yeah it's it's all i mean it's all fucking like poke brothers it's It's all fucking coke funded bullshit it's shit that they accuse the left of all the time about how we're all run by george soros and all that shit that's the fucking wild thing and i'll say it till i'm fucking blue in the face but it's like it's the it is the exact same energy as the piece of shit dude who is cheating on his fucking girlfriend but will always accuse his girlfriend of cheating. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because facts. it's all he can fucking think of. Yeah. So like every single time you have these like right wing, like scare tactic, like jump fucking scare, like smash clips of like how fucking crazy the left is and how they're infiltrating, whatever they're fucking not right. Because they're not, or like, let's be fucking honest. Democrats are fucking pussies and fucking idiots, and the actual left is not organized enough I was gonna say, to fucking do it because we all have nine to five jobs and our knees hurt. Facts, and in America, leftism is like more of a subculture than anything. So yeah, I mean, a lot of it's fucking fashionable, and like there are people doing work, and there are people fucking doing yeah. it. But it is the difference is, and this is just like sort of like the a dichotomy of theory, I suppose, because you have um, just ingrained like right-wing ideology within like the modern american paradigm 100 percent it's very acceptable to be right-wing and the gradient of level of education in america as a whole is so crazy that just as a rule you're going to get very very uneducated people and so they're not going to be as versed in theory just because they just don't know shit period a lot of people i graduated with couldn't even fucking read like yeah we talked about that before yeah. like i knew a lot of illiter- i know a lot of functionally illiterate people they didn't need to learn how to read if they're just gonna like go work on the fucking farm right yeah they're facts. gonna just fucking turn wrenches yeah. they don't need to fucking read if you're gonna just go fucking yeah. be a plumber or yeah, why the f- be an electrician or whatever why the fuck would i read anna karenina i'm gonna be fucking working on fucking pipes for 30 years but like the scary thing about a lot of stuff that like is happening is it used to be like with Koch brothers and all this kind of stuff, like that greater, like crazy funding network, like they would work in all high key, like high visibility stuff and do like trickle down style. Like we want senators, we want people who are dealing with like big stuff while people on the left were all like hyper community focused. And so it's all like guerrilla gardens and it's like a lot of like mutual aid and similarly, you know, similar things like that. Mm hmm. Now we are seeing through like organizational efforts of people on the right, like in various degrees of like, like nefarious, like intent, right? Like you are seeing more like grassroots right wing stuff. And that's why it's fucking terrifying that these motherfuckers are on like city council and school board now. Oh yeah. Cause that used to be a thing where like, you know, like there would be like the one fucking like card carrying communist on the fucking school board who got like, you know, laughed out of the thing. Because, you know what I mean? Cause they're like right. the token, whatever. And now it's like, seven of the 25 people on that board are like 
like have fucking like MAGA stickers on their fucking yeah. truck. And it, it's fucking terrifying, like to really think about like it's how like um, it's, that just kind of slipped in. It's just uh, like COINTELPRO vibes, like how the FBI was paying the KKK to fuck the Freedom Riders up, and yeah, they always like uh, John Lewis would say himself, like, "Yo, how the fuck do they always know where we're gonna be? This shit is nuts. Mm-hmm. Every time we do something, no matter how secretive we think we're being about it, what we're doing, whatever." They always know, and we get into a fight. Yeah. And it's, of course, because the FBI is fucking telling them. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, you can talk about, like, you know. And uh, paying them, to, paying like, them, transporting the, them to get there. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, yeah. There's been some, like, new stuff popping off with, like, the January 6th stuff where they're starting to have to, like, expose all their informants, like, in and, like, that's so silly in the fucking like the three percenters and like all the oath keepers and stuff and like the proud boy stuff where like they're having to start pulling their cards and like pulling their sources and it becomes chicken or the egg of like okay how much of this was just like the fbi instigating like ignorant hicks to fucking drive to dc to like be a body for like like a meat shield maybe right and how much of this was like just like idiots who fucking got caught on some dumb gun shit and then like decided to like not have that go on their permanent record so instead like they're just gonna fucking tattle yeah you know what i mean and mm-hmm. make it so shit doesn't quote get too far it's like fucking enrique Tar- enrico tario getting fucking Boys. pulled as soon as soon as that motherfucker crossed the line into dc right before january 6th immediately they fucking pulled that car over and f- quote found guns and pulled him out of fucking dc because he was such a valuable asset, they couldn't have him go to fucking jail, and they couldn't, like, actual jail, and they couldn't have him fucking get killed. Like, they had to legit, like, pull the fucking ripcord on him, and this, bull- like, as soon as that fucking happened, like, my first fucking thought was, like, all right, yeah, they are legitimately, like, they're pulling back all the generals from the front line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this is what this is. Like, you know exactly what the fuck's going on. But since, like, America is so right leaning, like that's just an issue in and of itself. Like Coke right. brother money and like you know, like fucking turning point USA and like all this fucking shit. Like right. it is very fucking Prager you. Prager you very mm-hmm. accessible, very acceptable, Fox and very News fucking brain prevalent. One hundred percent. But you you also have to realize that like You got fucking Tucker Carlson just straight up saying fourteen words on national fucking television. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. That shit it's so crazy to me. Like it's not crazy that it that that's happening. It's crazy to me how nonchalant that liberals are about that. Like, it's crazy that no one has like actually freaked out. Yeah, because we've all we've all been so declawed uh-huh. to where me saying I'm going to go fucking pure psycho is just like I'm going to make a fucking scathing YouTube video. Reza Aslan's talking about burning the whole thing down. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're, you're talking about writing an angry tweet. Yeah, I don't understand. What are you going to do? Like, pen a fucking article that gets put on, like, the blaze or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> what, you're going to get, like, a fucking op-ed in, like, Wall Street Journal, like, and it's going to be, like, placed next to, like, an ad for fucking, you know, Serta mattresses? Like, it, it's just because it, it's crazy how everyone's just, like, a paper tiger and stuff. But, like, no matter what side of the aisle you are on in American politics, you still, at the end of the day, are a tentpole for the circus tent that is American politics, American electoralism, and the American form of capital, and thus imperialism. And because of that, like, you can talk about Democrats and Republicans, this and that. At the end of the day, they are all going to fucking fight the actual left, and they are all going to actually fight 
socialism and communism or anarchists or any of this stuff because they need to protect themselves. And that's something that like people need to fucking realize when they talk about like what they can do to help, you know, and I'm not, I try not to get frustrated when people and baby leftists come in and they want to do stuff. And like, that's wonderful. That is great. Like you should, but you got to understand that once you dedicate yourself to this work, every single institution in this country will be working against yeah, you. Yeah, It's doom. It is. You are fucked. You now have the scarlet letter on your fucking breast. Yeah. Because like, it is cute in theory to say you want to fucking smash the system. But as soon as you like put your neck out there, you are legitimately labeled an enemy of the state. Yeah. And that's not some cute action movie that lasts for two hours where you get into like a high speed chase, but at the end you get away and the cops are dumb and you like get the hot girl. Best case scenario, you go to jail for life. Best case scenario, they fucking just walk up and double tap you in the back of the head while you're walking back from Jimmy John's and you don't feel it. I mean, yeah. Like, honestly, like. I was just saying you go to like, that's best case scenario because like you still live. But yeah, obviously, worst case scenario, you get Fred Hampton or Malcolm X. I would much rather be fucking Malcolm X than be fucking thrown in Gitmo. Uh, 100%. I heard some fucking story the other day about how the dude who they said was the mastermind of 9-11, I forget his fucking name. 20 years later, he's still, quote, awaiting trial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's still just like, and they're like, it's going to be at least another year. They said November of 2022 is the earliest that they could actually, like, build the, like, have, like, the fucking case go to, quote, trial. And all these international motherfuckers are like, dude, why are you guys still acting like you're, there's ever going to be a trial? Right. This is fucking stupid. We all know that you're just like trying to extra, like extra what? Extra, I can't fucking talk. Extra judicially. Yeah. Extra judicially. We are stoned and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but that word, <laughs> they're going to EJ that dude for, uh, keep him as long as they fucking can. Oh yeah. Because like there's no due process and all this shit. And actually like, I don't know if we ever talked about like, domestic terrorism and how that like is a wonderful loophole in the United States and how they're I was just about to to mention that when you were talking about um we have the conversation about how the whole moniker of leftism is it seems cute but what it actually is 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 literally just fucking doom is the fact that um in the eyes of the law presently when we're talking about um, like the FBA or CIA, whatever alphabet soup investigation, locky people up in uh, organizations we're talking about, they view your uh, mutual aid organizer or your communist agitator, your your street protester, your average black block person, the same as a literal hooded Klansman. So they will come at you with the same force that they would. Which might sound, as a leftist, sounds kind of silly because, you know, they don't really go after. But if you're thinking of it in terms... They can't go after themselves. Right, exactly. But if you're thinking of it in terms of extremism, like what is going to be considered the centrist position of American, like, politics and uh, American society, um, what you think of on the fringes of the extreme would be, like, actual Klansmen and neo-nazis on the right and then like uh you can't actually picture anything when i say on the far left because we haven't had anything really like that in, in america 
the thing that comes to mind would be maybe the only thing remotely would be like maybe like weather underground but they didn't fucking do shit i mean you could probably make like a long-winded argument about like ted kaczynski yeah, or maybe even like uh nation of islam yeah like you could black do, separatist groups but that's could, not even on the left either that's, that's conservative exactly. too like that's not the whole thing it's like i mean we just come back to the panthers the right. panthers are always going to be like and they literally just gave kids breakfast for free yeah can you like and that's the same thing it's like if you now are like doing black box shit the state views you with the same severity as they do isis yeah oh yeah like yeah. you are the same exact thing you are an enemy of the state and you know whatever but we're at time we gotta fucking call it um thank you guys for listening as always um if you fuck with the show please like and subscribe five uh, stars please five stars please um if you like the show tell your friends people have been we've been getting more listeners fucking do that shit it's awesome got a patreon five bucks a month get an extra episode every week access to the discord chat um you can find me at lord hooper on everything i have the other show the hatening uh with andrew and then we got um our new show coming out sometime soon so i'll plug the shit out of that i just got the stream endlesscemetery.com you can find me at endless cemetery on twitch uh coven wrecker on youtube and endless cemetery games on facebook uh endlesscemetery.jpg uh just jpg on instagram and mf endless on twitter i think that's everything oh yeah see y'all next week